It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, Podrick O'Keefe from Kish Game. The reason I'm doing this interview with you, my friend, is because Cooper can't talk and my dog isn't very good. Okay? <laughs> He's the hero here, but you want to talk. You need he to is, talk. I'm reading about him. I What an incredible creature. But tell me about yourself and tell me about Cooper. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Thank you for having me. Um, well, I guess Cooper and myself are currently in Ukraine on a human remain detection uh, mission. Uh, Cooper is almost three years of age. Um, he was initially trained on um, a disaster dog capability, which would be live human scent. But in the with the commencement of the war here in the Ukraine, I kind of felt that we we could have a role to play here. But I felt it might be more in the human remains detection. So yeah. we started to transition him over three months before we actually arrived in country. What is he trained to and do, Patrick? In simple terms. Uh, simply detect the odour of decomposing human flesh. Okay. Um, grim. No, we started. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's grim enough. No, we started him at home on human teeth and human hair, and I mean we've had three taskings since we've been in country. So we've had one successful recovery. Um, there was another site that he gave enough of an indication that the local authorities have marked it for an excavation, and the third site would have been. I guess inconclusive. Um, it was sort of a site that was beyond our capabilities. We moved two tons of rubble by hand with um, my working partner here, Padraig Kavanagh from Wexford, and it, we just didn't have the capabilities to do the the excavation required. So we we called it in as inconclusive. Yeah, yeah. This is you've got to do this kind of by hand, don't you, or by very small device. You, you can't um, just lodge a bulldozer in there. Well, you know, in, in the initial stages when on that third site they did excavate it with, with heavy machinery was the only the only way in the end. Um, there's only so much you can do by hand, but you, we put an awful lot on the dog to, to give us some kind of an indication. Now, on that site, as we were getting down, we were coming across scent pockets with a very distinct, strong odour of death, but... You know, we, we brought the dog in any time we got to that stage. We brought the dog in, but he didn't give us enough to say that we were anywhere near source of the scent. Oh, so he will, did, he's, he's trained to, to not, you'll smell something, but he's trained to go right to the source. And then right does he the bark source. when he finds something? Is that what it is? 
Yes, so he's back alert for live human um, search would be a, a, a very high vocal alert, so continuous barking. So I've kind of just transitioned them over and kept the, the bark alert as well. Now what he's getting into the habit of doing now is he'll go into a down position at the strongest point of descent and give that vocal alert. But we weren't getting anything from him. And I mean, we sunk a lot of scent holes, which would be, you know, we hammer uh, rebar into the soil and the area around it to, to free up scent. And we just couldn't, we just couldn't find the source. So we kind of looked at the, you know, the, the science behind it. So it was an impact crater um, from a missile strike on the side of an apartment building. So, you know, our, our conclusion was there was death in the soil, PJ, but, you know, it, it was vaporised, if, oh, if that kind of makes sense. It does. It makes too much sense, Padraig, to be quite honest with this. You know. You're seeing, and your your wonderful creature is seeing terrible things. I'll talk to you about you in a minute, but tell me about Cooper, <laughs> this wonderful, wonderful animal. How is he trained, and, and like, what's it like to watch well, him work? I, Oh, he's he's a fantastic. Like he he's my superpower. I mean, um, he's when he's in work mode, he's full on, he's focused. He he knows what he needs to do, and he, he does it very diligently. Yeah. Um, I guess so. Uh, my background is disaster dogs, so which would be ten years experience with my last dog, and seven different countries, mm. and. You know, that dog had five, even though he was never trained on cadavers, he had nine successful cadaver recoveries. So five during the earthquake initially in 2015, two on inland waterways in Cork and one off the coast in Kerry. So that's kind of where my interest in the, the human remains detection came in. No, it was much easier with Mambo because he actually got his experience directly at source. Whereas Cooper, we could transition the training we started him on no that training started he, he was in greece as a young pup and it was a friend of mine who was one of my instructors in the us where i trained as an urban search and rescue dog handler said he had a very good letter from very strong bloodline and there was one pup in there he felt would be fantastic for the work we were doing so unfortunately covid delayed um our partner, our partnering up as such. So I had to wait. He was, I think, seven months. By the by the time I got to Greece, he was at seven months, and I'd missed kind of a very important part of that training. But we 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 got in on an international search and rescue advisory group, urban search and rescue training program in Athens. So we were on that for for four months, and then again, COVID kicked back in, and the the course was cancelled. So we, we found our way back to Ireland and, you know, there's there's not much we can do at home for that type of training where we're over-regulated um, to get access to any kind of a site that would replicate yeah. a disaster zone. Yeah. It needs huge insurance. So we were basically looking at retiring out of it, actually. And then when this war started, OK, I thought maybe this is a way to put our skills to, yeah. to use. You are... Formerly of the French Foreign Legion, I'm talking. Now, how did Correct. that a fellow? How does a fellow from Kish Game end up in the French Foreign Legion? Well, I'm originally from Cove, PJ. I'm just currently living down in Kishkame at the moment. So obviously Cove would have had very strong military ties, especially with the Navy, a lot of lads in the army as well. So 
I actually tried to join the, the Irish Army and I was told they didn't have what it takes to be a soldier. So kind of that kind of sat in my mind. And one day I came across a book on the Legion and I think by the end of that week I'd a one-way ticket and I was on my way to Marseille. <laughs> Good for you. You wanted to do it and you went and you did it. Now, there's a GoFundMe set up because this work Correct. that Cooper is doing, this incredible work, is expensive. It, it is. I mean, the, even the whole preparation, we, I mean, we done tools and everything we were doing, so we focused for three months on his training. That was pretty much full-time. Um, then we obviously had a glitch on the way over. I had uh, in Italy, my kind of appendix kind of went sideways. Good so man. I ended up with, uh, with a month. I, had to, I was in for emergency surgery in Hungary, and mm. by the time the recovery was up, you know, we were delayed. I think it was five weeks. So we're back in now again. And I mean, even the, the funds that we have were supporting uh, humanitarian aid projects. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Reconstruction projects. Mm. Um, you know, this, we're up in the school where they do an awful lot of therapy with the kids and we're using Cooper for therapy with the kids and they love them. Sure. up there and it's just fantastic to see the interaction you know so it's where are you yeah where, we're what? actually based in butcher so oh i've heard a lot about butcher and, yeah. and what what can you see around you i mean you know just use your own eyes for a second and just paint a I, picture I for people we we the, the house we're living in is a house it, it's actually in a forest just virtually we're two minutes from the the city center or the town center um, this house was occupied by Russian forces. Not a lot, lot of damage done to the house and to the, the grounds around it. The house next to us is still standing. The one next to that is still standing. Push up further then, its house is fully destroyed. You know, you're talking heavy battle damage. Um, then there's areas with light to medium damage. All the fence lines from the road are ripped with bullet holes. It's like they, they drove through the town just letting rip out whatever weapons they have. So parts of it are totally destroyed. They're, they're completely gone. And like I said, you know, you got another third then with medium battle damage, light yeah. battle damage, yeah. and then some are unscathed. So it's it's kind of surreal to be doing the, the missions we're doing. And then, you know, you're driving down the road and you're getting into the supermarket to get something for your tea. I know. <laughs> you know, I know. It's, it's, it's a, very, it's very a surreal, surreal situation, isn't it? To me, just, it is. And have the is. Russians moved away now from Butchia or are this? I mean, are you in danger in no, the course of your work? No, no I mean, the, the only danger we're in here is... 
like what we've had, we, I mean, was it a fortnight ago we had a cruise missile intercepted by Ukrainian Air Force over Bucha. So missiles coming in to Kiev, coming over us. So you've got the air raid signs consciously going on. You know, you got the air defence ramping up all their capabilities in the area. Um, so the, the civilian population live in constant fear of this death from above. Totally random. So, so it's tough for them. It's awful. Listen, you're doing incredible work out there, as is you as is your lad, a Labrador, yeah, a Labrador, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, he's a yeah. beauty. Actually, I've seen pictures of him. He's an adorable looking fella. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. As I said, now you're only doing this interview because he doesn't talk. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say he could probably talk, but he just doesn't show it to us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, listen, uh, stay safe out there, fella, and Thanks, and uh, keep keep up the great work that you're doing, the difficult, grim work that you're doing of trying to recover bodies that are buried under the war rubble and using his wonderful, wonderful dog, Cooper, to do so. We've posted a link to that GoFundMe if you want to help. Quartz 96 FM.